Koinonia is community. It is uh, you and me uh, working together for what God has called us for individually and corporately. In studio with me is a pastor here in the Valley. He's actually filled in uh, on my show and had, well, gosh, one of my singing favorites from back in the day when I first started in Christian music. Uh, Tim Wright, welcome back to Koinonia. Thank you, Tom. It's good to be here. I am so excited uh, about what you have been doing with uh, young men and in the Helping Christian Boys Thrive. You've written books, but you also are a pastor. For those that don't know the infamous Tim Wright, give me a little bit of a background. Well, I am a pastor. I've been a pastor here in Phoenix for over 30 years. I'm the pastor of Community of Grace Lutheran Church in Peoria, Arizona a church that we started about 12 years ago. And um, it was about 12 years ago, maybe 10 years ago, that uh, we brought a speaker into our church, David Murrow, who wrote a book called Why Men Hate Going to Church. Mm. And uh, he preached in our church for eight minutes, and he held raw eggs in his hand, and the topic was boys. And during those eight minutes, he kept dropping eggs on the floor. And he said, in the eight minutes that I have preached— this is the number of boys who have left the Christian church. And I found out that the statistic is that 70 to 90 percent of all boys will leave the Christian church in their teens and 20s, and most won't come back. Hmm. That got my attention. Certainly. I work with a ministry uh, that works with that specifically, both with just young people between high school and college. The numbers are staggering. Staggering. That's staggering right. and scary. Yeah. And so boys leave the church more than girls do, but we're losing both, boys and girls. And um, so after David was there, I started uh, researching what's going on with our boys, not just in the church, but culturally, and came across an author who I was familiar with. His name is Michael Gurian. Mm -hmm. He has written some New York Times bestselling books on boys and girls. He uses brain science research. Mm -hmm. And so he, what he wants to do is help us understand boys and girls, from three perspectives. The first is nature. How has God wired boys and girls? Our brains are different. Our chemistry is different. We learn differently. We act differently. What does nature have to say about how boys and girls learn? Mm -hmm. Then we move into nurture. Uh, we, we nurture boys and girls certain ways. And then there's culture and, and cultural expectations. But the piece that we're missing, and Gurian argues this quite well, is nature. And so we get into all of these debates about equality, mm -hmm. which tends to mean sameness. Right. And in the end, we've really helped our girls, but in the process, our boys were left in the dust. Mm -hmm. And so we really have uh, a crisis with our boys, an epidemic, where our boys have fallen behind girls in every area of education from preschool through graduate school. We're raising up a generation of boys now who are undertrained, they're underskilled, they're underappreciated. And it's going to have mass implications for our society in the next 20 to 30 years. What do you do with all of these guys who have no significant training, who have fallen behind in school, who mm. aren't getting college degrees? That means that our government right. and our government agencies are going to have to help carry the weight. And that doesn't even deal with the social problems Certainly. of... Uh, absentee dads, guys who don't know how to be husbands, guys who don't know how to be men. So it's a real crisis in our culture right now. And you're an author as well. This yes. topic is so ingrained in your calling 
that uh, it, it's almost you can't separate all the different things you do. Well, that's right. It really has become uh, a driving force in my life, not only uh, what I do working with Dr. Gurian, but even in our own church. In fact, uh, I'm going to be having a, a book club meeting in our church with people who care about boys, and we're studying a Gurian book. And then we're going to say strategically, how do we help our boys? Mm -hmm. And once we've got that in place, then we'll do the same with girls. And uh, I think that there is one of the big learnings for me is that boys hear the call to follow Jesus differently than do girls. Okay. And what we have done in the church, which we've done in our education systems, not on purpose, but we have really moved more toward the way that girls process information. It's highly relational. We use a lot of emotive words. Uh, girls are wired to sit more than boys are. Uh, and so everything we do is sit hmm. and be quiet and listen. I had a desk in the hall in second grade. Yes, that's because you're a good boy. Right? You needed to move. Very much so. Yeah. And and so what we've done in our schools is we've taken out recess. Uh, we've taken out movement for boys. Yeah, that's great. And so they're falling behind. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that girls, because of the way that they're wired, now we're talking nature, mm -hmm. they can fit into a boy world or a, a man's world very easily. But boys and men cannot transition into a, a woman's world mm -hmm. easily. So because of the way a girl's brain is wired, she can do mo both the rational and the emotive conversations. Yeah. Boys can't move emotively as quickly as girls can. Right. So we've created a system both in the church and in the school that's yes. really been detrimental to our boys. That is so eye-opening and profound. And parents, uh, they don't have a manual on this. No, they don't. I mean, actually, there are some books out there, but right. it, you know, in practically speaking— they're not getting this from major media. They're not getting it from social media. They're not really getting this message from anywhere. They're getting that other message that is making the problem worse. That's right. So we're focusing on nurture, and for good reasons. Mm -hmm. There were a lot, and still are, there are areas where our girls are not being treated equally with boys. But we've equated equality with sameness. Sameness, that's just wrong. And, and uh, to quote a, a friend of mine, uh, who was a school administrator for many years, she said, honestly, I used to believe that boys were just defective girls. Huh, wow. And it wasn't until she understood hmm. how boys really think yeah. that she realized what she was doing in her environment to perpetuate the boy crisis rather than teaching to a boy brain or mm -hmm. a girl brain. Uh, Gurian always asks at his sessions with uh, teachers, when he it, because he works mainly with teachers, how many of you ever had any brain science uh, classes at all, and never a hand goes up, right. never. Um, so we know that there are at least 100 differences between a boy brain and a girl brain. But if if we don't know that, if teachers don't know that, if, if church leaders don't know that, then we will default right now to our culture, which mm -hmm. is far more attuned to the way that a, a woman or a girl thinks. Mm. You're called specifically to address this. Obviously, God's given you insight and wisdom and put you uh, with others that are also like-minded and want to uh, help. But you've got an event coming up in February. Tell me about that. So uh, Michael Green and I uh, do an event together called Helping Christian Boys Thrive. And the whole day is spent looking at the issue of boys. Michael does so from a brain perspective. Uh, I do so through a biblical perspective and a cultural perspective. And uh, so we, we take turns talking about the issues boys face. Uh, we have four workshops we're adding in this year, specialty workshops. One will be geared directly to educators. 
One is geared to the African-American community. One's uh, geared to the uh, Latino community. Hmm. And then I'll be doing a specialized one geared to Christian leaders and church folks. So the the general sessions will be pretty broad-based. The workshops will be very, very tailored to specific group needs. Mm -hmm. One of the beauties of this event is it has practical Implement Now strategies. So you don't just go and get theory. You leave that event and you'll go home to your house, your classroom, your church with ideas you can implement immediately mm-hmm. that will change the storyline of boys. I've listened to you speak. I've listened to Michael speak. Uh, both of you have been on the show, but I've I've seen uh, him in front of parents and then the knowing nods yes. that are in the audience, and, and but they didn't put two and two together. That's right. And he does it for them. Right. So he's not saying really anything we don't already know. We just never talk about it or think about it in those terms. And then you see light bulbs going, no wonder my son is like that. No matter that, no wonder that student in my classroom is always tapping his pencil or is always getting up and running around. It's not necessarily ADHD. This is a boy filled with testosterone who's got to move. And it's an activity based system. And like you said, we're. We're removing some of those from the education process. Who needs to be at this conference? Uh, this is geared, uh, first of all, anybody who cares about boys or raising boys. Um, but our, our target audience would be parents or grandparents. It would be pastors, youth leaders, Sunday school teachers, children's ministry directors, and educators who are in the private, charter, or public sectors. So mm-hmm. any educator who is a Christian person uh, would want to be there. And then uh, there are probably some uh, therapists who would learn a lot. Michael's a therapist by trade, and he's got great insights on how to do therapy with boys, for example. Mm -hmm. But those are the groups of people who would really want to be at an event like this. And again, it'll it'll be uh, February 24th uh, at the First Institutional Baptist Church downtown. And we have a website where people can register. It's helpingchristianboysthrive.org backslash phoenix. Okay. All small letters. Okay. So give us that again, that website it, again. Yep, it's helpingchristianboysthrive.org backslash phoenix, all small letters. All right, and we've got just a couple of minutes left here. Uh, I, I don't always ask all the right questions. What is the question I'm not asking that you want to answer? What is uh, information to our audience right now about this topic that uh, you'd like to leave us with? Well, I think you know people are probably listening asking, all right, uh, you know, we're going to go to the seminar. Sounds great. But what's one thing or two things that I can do right now uh, to help my boys? Mm-hmm. And um, I think if you're a parent, um, it's understanding that when you ask your boy, say, a an emotive question, how are you feeling today? Or what did you feel about that? You're probably not going to get an answer right away mm-hmm. because of the way your son's brain is right. wired. Uh, it could take him 15 minutes to two days to come up with an emotive answer. Mm -hmm. So rather than asking your boy the question, how are you feeling about this? Hmm. Ask the question, what do you think Think about about this? this. Because it's a more rational question. Same with your husband, by the way, if you're married. That's so right. That was a lesson that I learned. My wife, father was not in the home, no brothers. Uh, I'm an only child. We basically had to teach each other how to communicate. Yes, yes. And, and, Again, we communicate very differently, men and women do. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I would say to parents is if you've got a, a teenage son who, who seems to be withdrawing into the cave, um, sometimes it's as simple as just saying, hey, buddy, let's go out for a walk. 
because it's the movement mm. that stimulates the brain mm. to talk. And that's why boys always talk better and learn better when they're doing something, wow. walking, uh, working with their hands. So Gurian, when he does his um, behavioral therapy sessions with guys, he'll take them out for a walk. That's very good. That's very good. Tim Wright, again, thank you so much. This has been an information-packed segment here. Let people know the website again and when the conference is. February 24th, helpingchristianboysthrive.org backslash phoenix, all small letters. Tim, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.